Start of the show, time to walk through the smoke When I enter the ring, I jump over the ropes I feel like Mysterio, I ain't no joke Titles, I held them both, call me Chris Jericho Time to cash in my money in the bank Just like Sheamus when he beat Roman Reigns Meet me in the cage, like Undertaker when he met Kane I don't play games, I'm not Triple H The crowd screaming, you rock like my name's Dwayne The crowd screaming, you suck like your Kurt Angle In the ring, I'm the boss just like Sasha Banks So you'll get whipped like the intro from Sable King of my stable, don't matter the label Smack down a Raw, you'll get put through a table Pushed off a ladder, a choke with a cable Throw me a chair, I'm a Give him a facial It's the start of the show, time to walk through the smoke When I enter the ring, I jump over the ropes What's up, guys, and welcome back. This here, ladies and gentlemen, is the reunion, the reunited duo from the previous show. I know you guys all remember the Daddy Fino show, and uh, now we are back. It is me, your boy, Just Fino. I have changed my name. I am now Just Fino. And of course, I have my co-host here, the lovely Sasha, the legit king, Sasha. Say what's up to the people. What's up, people? It's been a long time. We're back. We yes. are back. <laughs> I have not changed my name, by the way. So yeah, no, yeah, I, you can't. That's it's a legendary name, Sasha, the legit king. Yeah. I love that. I love. Oh, I miss saying that. Oh man. <laughs> I missed it. Woo! The, the uh, mistress of legitness. Yes! She is here. Oh, man, guys. Well, just welcome back, everybody. And it, as you see, as you can tell, there, there's a lot of new things going on with the duo of me and Sasha. We're under a whole brand new name, brand new podcast. That title of the podcast is now Ring Champs. Uh, and... I love that name. Sasha came up with it, by the way. So, you know, got to give major props to Sasha with that name. Because Ring Chance, I think that's fire. Thank that, you. Thank you. <laughs> that, that, that is is absolutely awesome. Uh, and what this podcast is, what, what, what makes this podcast different from our past iteration of the Day Fetal Show, it, it's, I, I feel like now it's time that we... we Bring out the positivity, the 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 new dayism of professional wrestling. You know, we, we want to make sure that all you know, there's too many negative stuff in the world of professional wrestling. We both know that. You got the tribalisms, the AWs versus WWE, or I would say another brand, but there's really nothing else like that really matters but anyway you know there's Lord, too yeah. many sides you know we we need to bring it together you know and I, I think that's what me and sasha do we we're coming back to bring professional wrestling back into one place 
of just straight positive vibes. Am, am I saying that right, Sasha? Yeah, I mean, wrestling has, with the introduction of social media, it's definitely kind of taking a turn. And sometimes it can be kind of hard to enjoy the product. And everybody's not everybody, but when a certain portion of the audience always has something negative to say. And we just want to kind of, like you said, give wrestling its flowers. Because, I mean, there is a reason why the wrestling business is doing what it is right now. There is a reason why we're doing this podcast. Because we love wrestling. And sometimes we just have to be reminded of that and why we love it. So that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah, so many things to love about professional wrestling right now. I mean, right now we're recording, and there's two shows, not just one, two shows on right now. You know, we got NXT Battleground playing. We got AEW Double or Nothing playing. Like it, it's, we haven't had that in, since the nineties. Exactly. You know, it, so it, it's just great. Yesterday we had um. Uh, Night of Champions. Night of Champions. I was going to say Crown Jewel. I always think Crown Jewel. But Night of Champions, you know, and it's just a lot of great things. I think the night before that, TNA had their thing. So it's just a lot of great wrestling. Every day we now have wrestling, it seems like. You know, AEW has another show coming and just a lot of great things, positive things for the wrestling business for us to enjoy. You know, whether you like one company and you don't, it doesn't matter. It's just wrestling in general is overall in a great place. And I, I'm just really happy. I, I I can't I can't get enough of wrestling. You know, I watch both programs. I try I watch TNA once in a while, you know, I'll, I'll watch some highlights. Um and I'll watch some indie shows and stuff like that. I've been to indie shows. Um so it, it's just really great. It's just really great uh, to be a wrestling fan. And I, I think that, um, you know, it's just it's just great. I, I just, I don't know another word. Fantastic, amazing. It's so many great things going on. Uh, and that's what we're going to do with this show. We're just going to try to uplift the wrestling community and just talk about some great things in wrestling. So, Like uh, you said, a lot of things have changed. Because think about the last time we did a show until right now, like how much has changed? <laughs> it's like when we went off, it's like the whole wrestling world is kind of turned upside down. Yeah, it was like, it, was it a coincidence that we stopped and then the wrestling world just went crazy? It kind of like, at one point, I could, it felt like it was tearing apart. It's just like we left and then like, Vince retired, Triple H took over, they sold the company, it's it's so much stuff happened, CM Punk, the the scrum, it's like, jeez. Oh, the scrum. <laughs> so it's just like, now we're in the aftermath, everything's kind of settled, and now this is like the new frontier, and it's it's great, like you said, it's it's really moving, and I know a lot of people have thoughts about like, especially in WWE with the storytelling specifically with the bloodline and everything like that. But I think it's a welcome thing to bring back that long-term storytelling. That's, I love that. So. I, I love it too. Until you said the bloodline. Oh man. My heart <sighs> is right now. Well, I mean, right now 
still the ones. It might just be one or two left, but you know. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it might just be one. And you know, first off, you know, speaking of giving flowers, we we need to we need to congratulate our tribal chief real quick. Oh, I oh, mean, oh. one thousand and one days. As didn't even take long. Seven minutes into the show, it didn't take long. I'm just saying, we gotta give. If we're gonna start the show with giving flowers, we gotta give it to our tribal chief, the undisputed WWE Universal World Heavyweight Champion. Of, I mean, Roman Reigns. If you're new to what, our show, then what a run! Get used to this. What a run! Get used to this. It, it is it is absolutely fantastic what he's doing. The whole storyline is amazing and it just keeps growing and growing it grew last night i mean oh my god i'm just i'm just oh my heart is breaking at the same time but as a fan of just wrestling it's great but as a fan of the bloodline it just hurts it hurts oh man Whatever will you do without the bloodline? <laughs> I don't know. I really, I mean, I, I, hey, I'm an LWO. I'm going to say that the LWO's around. You, you know, might want to get in that, line. I, I, I am. I got both shirts. I got my Bad Bunny shirt. I have the regular LWO shirt, the Puerto Rican version of it. Like, I got both. So I'm LWO. That's, that's my second team. You know, and if anything, I'll join my boy Dominic if I have to. But, I'm gonna say I'm more of a Judgment Day girl myself. Yeah, I know you are. You and Damien, I know. We all, <laughs> I think we remember Damien Priest and you and your love for him and everything. Actually, the audience might not be aware of my my um, appreciation for Mr. Priest, but you know, we'll talk about that in another show. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure he'll get his flower. I'm sure we'll talk about it this episode. We, yeah, he will. <laughs> we, got, we got a great topic for today. Uh, and we'll get to that in just a few minutes. But it's like you said, Sasha, the last time we talked and did an episode and all that, you know, since then, a lot of crazy things uh, have transpired in the world of professional wrestling. And I'm not going to go down the list or anything like that. But I do, you know, the people haven't heard at least your point of view of is there any like specific thing that you wanted to just bring up while you know while we have the opportunity? Is there any like pinpoint a section that you just didn't get to comment on and you want to just you know give your point of view of? Um, I guess I would just have to say just Triple H taking over, like just because. You know, if you've been a wrestling fan for the last 20 odd years, like we have, you know, there was like peaks and valleys with Triple H. It was like everybody hated him, you know, and then it was like, oh, okay, that respects. And then it was like he was Papa H and everybody was just just raring for him to take over. And then one random day in July, it just happened. <laughs> and I couldn't imagine. I'm not saying like everything has been perfect, but it's also not to the degree where I feel the need to complain about it. Because if you think about it, how long had Vince been in charge? How long had things been going a certain way? I think for what he's done has been incredible. You know, 
like I said, there are some things that need improvement, but it takes time. Like you're just not going to, it's not like you took like a month off and just said, okay, no wrestling for a month. Let's restart. It was like, you're taking over the ship while it's, you know, on its course. It's been going a certain way for so long and you just have so many things going on. And like I said, this has just been great. Like I'm excited again. Like, PLEs, like I don't care what's going on. Like, I, it feels like can't miss TV again in certain ways. Like, it definitely, it feels different. It feels a little looser. I know there's that there was like that worry with Vince coming back because I was a little scared too. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but no, man, I just and you can tell like just how people have been given that opportunity to flourish. Look at Dominic Mysterio. Like, we just talked about him. Like, look at what that was. Just to how long that they kept that story going with him and Ray. And for it to culminate the way he did and the creativity, like their match and just how things flow. You know, it, the Bad Bunny getting involved and it kind of just offsetting into Damian Priest and Bad Bunny. Like, it just feels refreshing again. It feels exciting. And I'm really excited about that. And like I said, I think that was like my big thing when he took over. It was kind of like, okay, it feels like it feels, it feels good again. It feels good. So, you know, I, I got a, I got a comment on the Dominic thing because I think Dominic might be the perfect example of it. You know, obviously you can point to the bloodline, but the bloodline was going on before trips really took over. You know, so Dom is really like the perfect example because you see where he started. And now, I mean, you can argue. I can make the argument he's the number one heel in the world. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he is. He's and that like you couldn't see that like when it first happened. But I think that's the the genius in the new regime. It's kind of like, you know, the time where in the past they would start something. And if it didn't get over immediately, it would just be whoosh. But now, right. like, it's taking time. Because when he first started with Judgment Day, he looked kind of out of place. But then it just kind of gave time. Like, things were put in place. You know, I think that was the right call for him. And look what it's grown to. He seems so much more confident. He always looked a little, like, I want to say unsure, but a little timid before. But now he looks completely confident out there. And I love that for him. And I think that's something that you can kind of look back to the black and gold brand for. If anything else, you can tell that Triple H had confidence in his performers and that propelled them to flourish. Whereas it kind of seemed a little more like intimidation beforehand. He has that confidence in them and I think that shows and I, like I said, I really, I really love that for them. So that was my big thing. You know, let's go ahead and give Dom his flowers, his, his, his credit, because like you said, he's definitely matured. And now he's, he's, he's growing into that. I, I think he can be a future main eventer, you know, and just carries this heat with him. So yeah, we got to give Dom his flowers. Got to give Triple H, of course, Papa H his flowers for what he's done. I mean, I can't remember the last bad pay-per-view they've had, or PLE, I'm sorry, uh, that they've had. 
it's been really great. It's been a really, really great run for Triple H, uh, and I'm just really excited uh, for the future and what they're building to. You can see, you know, they're trying to build stars other than the top guys. I mean, another man we got to give props to is Seth freaking Rollins, our first ever world heavyweight champ, well, new WWE world heavyweight champion with the beautiful belt, by the way. Love that belt. And he won uh, it on his birthday. That was nice. Oh, I didn't know it was his birthday. Okay. It was his birthday. Oh, well, hey. Got to give him props for that because I didn't even know it was his birthday. Um, and, you know, I, I like that he's growing outside of the business as well. He's going to be in the new Captain America movie, which I didn't know that uh, until I saw a screenshot of it. It was like, oh, wow. Okay. So, it was a private you know, she's birthday a couple days ago, too. I think they like two days. Oh, their birthday. Okay, okay. I figured that'd be like a national holiday for you. So, uh, yeah, well, no, that I did celebrate it. I wore my shirt, my Roman Reigns shirt that day. Uh, and everyone was like, what, you know, they, they had to acknowledge me because, you know, I'm, I'm a Uso. You know, my name on Facebook is a, my last name. I put Uso, and it's been like that since basically the bloodline began. So, He's not even lying, folks. This is a real thing. Yeah, I, I had to change the name. I mean, I'm, I'm an honorary member. You know, I'm I'm an actual honorary member, unlike that pathetic Sami Zayn, who I love to, by the way. Sami Zayn doing his thing. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about Sami in just a few minutes, too. Uh, but, yeah, uh, just for me, too, I, I wanted to mention uh, one other thing. And Rhea Ripley... I think also needs to get love too because she's becoming an even bigger star with Judgment Day. I mean, she is what she's doing. She's not only elevating herself, but she's also elevating Dom. So you know that I, I just love how everyone in that group just seems to be happy, and yep. they love working with each other, and that's what you want in a team because it shows on the screen. You know, we can see that. Uh, so I, I got to give love to Rhea Ripley as well. You know, congratulations on her title win at Mania in a great match with Charlotte. Oof, that was a banger. Yes, it was. I'm still mad at uh, Mr. John Cannon for not giving that five stars, but it's okay. I still love you, John. Uh, you know, but other than that, it's all good. Uh, it, it's just been great wrestling, man. It really has. It's it's so great. But let's get let's let's start with the let's tell the people what the topic today is going to be, Sasha, because I, I think this is a really great topic. Uh, first topic for our first episode of Ring Champs. Uh, go ahead and let them know what the, the topic is, Sasha. Today we're talking about location, location, location. If you have been watching, which obviously hopefully you have, uh, wrestling in the last year, you've noticed that they've definitely been expanding their horizons i mean obviously especially with wwe it's no secret they've been really trying to tap into the international market but just it's just it's really just blown up the last couple of years especially the last couple of months you had um they went was it was it class of the castle and yep. uh yep and then in wales yes in cardiff wales and then of course, we had, um, I mean, they go to Canada regularly, but they had Mon they had Elimination Chamber in Montreal, 
And then last month, there was the big um, paper, uh, PLE in Puerto Rico backlash. And then Benito! Yes, we will get to <laughs> Benito in a minute. Yeah. And last night, well, yesterday, it depends on where you are time-wise, they went back to the, was it Jeddah, Saudi Arabia? Yep. And that was actually, I'm not going to lie to you, that was the first full PLE from Saudi that I've ever watched. Because before, I was kind of like, uh, I don't know how I feel about all this. It was kind of weird. But then I was like, uh, I don't know, I guess I was like, same Zan, like you know what? It's okay for Samuel. I'll, I'll give it a shot. It's like right, right. It's all right. It's like Samuel. Okay, all right. Samuel's gonna go out. I'll, I'll give it a shot. But no. And in talking about location, like I said, they've done obviously they've done international shows before. But if you look at cat class at the castle, I cannot talk tonight. You had Drew McIntyre. You know that was a huge, huge deal. Everybody thought it was going to be his time. Obviously not, since we're in the midst of day 1001 of Roman's title reign. We had, you know, Sammy going home for Montreal. We had Benito and Damien and Zelina. And then last night we had Mustafa and Sammy. And it's just, and now I think they're doing Money in the Bank in London, I believe July 1st. Um, Our first season, one of our most memorable shows was the representation episode where we talked about, you know, like Bianca Belair and at the time, Sasha Banks was now Mercedes Monet. Another thing that has changed since we've left. Um, yeah. And just how meaningful that was, you know, for me, it's being a woman of color to see that never thinking that I ever see something like that happen. And now looking at these events that are happening, you have such a diverse roster that's getting to represent where they come from and the pride. And you see how incredible these crowds are, how excited they are. And you're seeing the reach. I know we've been talking about giving wrestling as flowers, but I mean, look no further than these crowds. Like, they're in it people from all walks of life especially in like the world we're in now where there's so much you know dissension so much division if you don't think a certain way if you don't look a certain way if you don't act a certain way people want to cancel you to think people are coming together in these areas all walks of life just for wrestling it's incredible you know so Uh no, I I definitely agree. I mean, it's it's actually pretty amazing how I, I feel like the world has just grown to love wrestling more and more now, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it it definitely helps. I mean, it's kind of it kind of hurts in a way too because it's like they haven't been in these places in a while, uh, but it helps that when they finally return so like for example puerto rico they hadn't had a a pay-per-view or ple there since uh what was it was it 2005 i think they said 2005 or 2006 i have to check you know and it's crazy you could feel that they hadn't been there in so long because what a great crowd the way the the way they just reacted to everything i mean 
I don't think there's been a better crowd this year. They were my favorite. They, they, they're definitely my favorite as well. You know, the way they just show so much love to everybody. Like, it, 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 there was not a wrestler there that did not get any love. You know, it, it was just so special. And I, I teared up during the Zelina moment. You know, Zelina crying in the ring, it was that, that got me. That definitely got me, you know. And then, obviously, when Bad Bunny came out and came out to Chambea, which one of his biggest songs, that just shocked the world. And having all the, the fans sing along to it, it was just, it was, I mean, that's one of the best entrances, I think, now of all time because of just that. Like, just the whole crowd response and just everyone going crazy and just showing so much love to these wrestlers. You know, it, it man, I, location has definitely matters. It, it really does. And it really does feel special for those individuals who are from those countries. So, you know, when it was McIntyre in the main event and in Wales and everyone was just at the the edge of their seat for every pinfall, for every hit. Like, it, it didn't matter what it was going on. You know, it was just very, very special. And I'm just so happy for them, man. It, I am can't wait for all the, the upcoming events. You know, you mentioned London for Money in the Bank. Uh, I believe they're doing an Australia show next year. So that's going to feel, you know, I can already know that's going to feel special for Rhea. Uh, for who else is there's someone else that's Australian that I can't think of right now? Bronson Reed, Bronson Reed, uh, you know, even uh, uh, Indy Hartwell, I believe she's Australian as well, you know, and she just got her main roster, um, you know, jump. So maybe by then she'll be a name in the main roster. We'll see, you know, uh, what they do with her, but you know. That's got to be a special moment. You could feel the chills. You know, I, I thought The Rock was in the room. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The, just the way they were reacting, it was like if The Rock or Austin was there or something. Like, it, they treated them like megastars. And I feel like that's such a great thing for, for these wrestlers and for us as well. It just brings a live, a crazy fan base, a crazy audience makes the show, it can make the worst shows average or it could make the average shows great because it wasn't like there was great wrestling you know in the the puerto rican show it wasn't like the greatest matches of all time but it felt like such a great event just because the crowd made everything so much better and gotta give them props uh you know especially your boy damien for what he did for bad bunny in that match i mean that that uplifted him into i think you know, I, I think I've read reports that he's they're looking at him like a future main eventer. As they should. Which yes, I, I agree with that. You know, he, he has definitely improved not only on the mic, but as his in ring work and character work is is just truly amazing. So I, I really love that they did that. And I just I feel so happy for those guys, man. It just makes wrestling so much better. Um I, I want to say is what you said was. Did you say that Puerto Rico was your your be favorite one so far from all the like the last few out of country 
events was the backlash yeah, I mean, one? Yeah, I did like Cardiff too. I did enjoy Cardiff. Okay. Um, but I, first of all, I had never heard, was it Chembe? I'd never heard that song before. Like, I did not, like, I knew Bad Bunny, you know, was a musician, but I probably couldn't tell you a Bad Bunny song. <laughs> maybe Booker T, maybe. And yeah, I don't even know how the song, yeah. I just know the name of the song. But I may have seen that clip, like, at least 20 times since then. And I immediately, like, got that song because I thought it was so cool. I'm just singing it back to him. And then to see the reaction when Carlito came back and then like Savio Vega, like it was just, they were just into it, man. Like I just, that whole energy, like I wish that I could have been there. Like I may or may not have Googled how much for a plane ticket to Puerto Rico. I may or may not have done that, but. It's it's actually pretty cheap. I know. <laughs> it's I know. So, pretty cheap. I would say. Mr. Legit King, if you're listening, our anniversary is <laughs> coming up, my guy. So Puerto Rico, I will tell you, you will love it. You will absolutely love the island. It is so. The food is amazing. The people are amazing. Everything about it is is awesome. As a half Puerto Rican myself, I gotta tell you, I'm not being biased. It's just it's amazing. Um, Aren't you cool? <laughs> yes, I, I know, I know, I know. I get that from Carlito, you know, my brethren right there. It does make sense. Okay. Well, <laughs> well look, I, I just, I, I got to say too, I think the, the the backlash Puerto Rico show, you know, I, I it was it was awesome. It it really was my favorite too, just because they were so. It, it really felt, you know, what it felt like. Honestly, like it felt like a the Raw after Mania. Yeah. And it mean, I know this was the show. Oh, is it? Yeah, it was a show after Mania, basically. Mm-hmm. But it really felt it had that WrestleMania vibe. Like, and yep. that's that's really special. It really, really uplifted the show. Um just trying to think also, let me ask you this. What what place would you want them to go to next that you think can get similar vibes? I mean, obviously, I think they do well enough. That's kind of hard because, I mean, what, they've already done shows in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they were talking about going to India. That might be pretty... That would be cool. Um, who's, who's Indian in, in WWE? You got gender? Um, is Veer Mahan in them? Oh yeah, Veer Mahan. That's right. His group in this in this year in this. I forgot their name. Yeah, I don't know. In, uh, into something. I yeah. remember that. <laughs> I don't want to say it and mess it up either. So y'all go look, <laughs> up, look up Veer Mahan and it'll come up. But yeah, man, I would. Let's see. Uh, I mean, obviously they've done shows. Well, have they done shows in Japan? That would be pretty. They've done. I don't think they've done a. a PLE from there. I've, that would be pretty cool. I know they've done live events there for sure. I know a couple years ago they did like Beast from the East. It was like a NXT thing. Or it was like a live. It was something that they yeah. did on the network. I remember that. That would be pretty cool. I think if I remember right, I think I remember hearing they did a, it was a live event they did over there. It was Triple H versus The Rock versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, something. So that would be pretty cool. Like Japan, I mean, India... Personally, I know this will probably never happen, 
but it's a little dream of mine. And like I said, I don't really know. They don't really have anybody on the roster that would have the same moment as like a Zelina or a Priester Drew. But man, I would love for them to do a PLA in Jamaica. Like that's where my dad is Ooh, from. Okay. I don't know. Like, what you mean? You got Kofi Kingston? Look, I'm not about to play with you. All right? <laughs> okay, that's why. Yeah, I say he can it. bring it back. No, he cannot. SOS. <laughs> I mean, they can play that song. That was great. That was Side great. note: I was so excited because he came out in what 2009. Mm-hmm. So that was like what 14 years ago. Okay, guys, keep in mind. I was still relatively young and naive back then. I was so excited that there was going to be a Jamaican wrestler. I was like, yes, this is my guy. I love this song. Looking back, it's like, I can't believe I overlooked that this guy clearly was not Jamaican. Because (laughs) if you know a real Jamaican in your life and the accent that he used, a real Jamaican, you need subtitles for. The fact that I could understand him clearly... I should have known. He was American Jamaican. I should have known. Okay. It was the American version of Jamaican. Of a Jamaican. My dad has been here for like thirty or forty years, and he still sounds like. <laughs> so I should have known better. But no, I mean, for me, like my little pipe dream would be. I don't know how Jamaica. I don't know how wrestling is in Jamaica. I know my dad. He did. He would watch wrestling with me when I was growing up, so I know he enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. And my grandfather, my dad, my grandfather's from Trinidad. So, uh, just any kind of PLE in like another Caribbean island would be cool. That would be nice. Gotcha. I don't think that's you know going to happen. But have be- they done one in Mexico? Uh, no, I don't think they've done a PLE in Mexico. I know they've done a lot of like a lot of live events, but right. I know they did like some in Mexico City, but I don't know if they actually did a PLE there. If they yeah. did one there. That would be crazy too, because you know Mexicans love their wrestling. Yes, they do. But that be Me- your pick is like where you'd want to see. Yeah, if they haven't done one, I I don't remember one being there. So if they haven't, I think that would be crazy. And you just have a you know you have obviously Rey Mysterio, Dominic. Uh, you know they love their lucha libre, so you gotta get you gotta get Ricochet on that card. Let him be Prince Puma again. Oh, yeah, it was. It was Prince Puma. You can get Dragon Lee on that card. Oh, man, that would be crazy. Trying to think who else they have. Is is Raquel Mexican? Uh, I mean, she's from Texas, but I mean, I believe she has roots in Mexico. So, I mean, even that. That would be great for her. I mean, they got they got a couple of Mexican wrestlers. I mean, the whole LWO in general. You know, yeah, that could be, that could, be that, cool. that could be Santos's like title match or something when he goes against Roman for day three thousand. You know, you just never know. You're really holding on to that, aren't you? <laughs> Look, Roman Reigns is is a great man. If Roman was from another country, we got to go there. Next, wouldn't you know okay, I mean? so let's talk about that. What if they went to Samoa, the, the island of relevancy? Yes, oh let's, man, let's think yeah, about that know. for a minute. Like, what if 
they, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if they, I don't know if they have like a a place to hold it. But let's, I, like I said, I don't know too much about Samoa. Bro, so they can they can have it outside. <laughs> what you mean? Like what? Outside. Put some chairs on outside. They good. They make their own ring. I wonder if they have like a little. Hold on, I'm looking this up. That's gotta. That would be amazing. Okay. You have the whole the whole bloodline in the arena. Oh my god! Oh lord! The whole crowd will just acknowledge him at once. Sports venues in Samoa. Okay, let's see. They have Apea Park. Shoot, that's that? where we should have Rock versus Roman if it ever happens. Right there. Kidding me? The world would like right know. right there in their backyard. That would be amazing. I mean, yeah, it's, it doesn't have a roof. It would be outdoors. I, see, I bet I know. I mean, hey, let's let's put that out there. Can you imagine? That would be banana. Like, <laughs> I, I'm, imagine the island of relevancy. Oh man, that would be. You an would event. never like. We'd have to have a whole show about that. We'll just call. We'll just call the show Bloodline. WWE bloodline like oh my god oh I would love that so much that would be that would easily be the the event of the decade I mean just easily that might be any Wrestlemania I like let's just be honest right there the whole time they're just acknowledging Roman the entire time I mean I would during every match in fact before the match begins before every match they mu- the the competitors must acknowledge Roman for the match to go on. That's what that's what they should do. We're not doing all that. And then they end it with an ending with a, a ceremony acknowledging our tribal chief. Perfect. Book it trips. I'll text you later. I'll text you the details. The sad thing is that I brought this upon myself. I didn't even think about that. Oh my god. Trips, you got to make it happen now. See, there we go. Making dreams come true. Woo! I'm mad I didn't even think about that myself. I gotta text Paul. See, that's why we're back. We work so well together. Look at that. There you go. Good tag team. Get that. Good tag team. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's just been... I'm just trying to think. All the locations. Like, Cardiff, you mentioned the the match with, with Drew and Roman. Hell of a match. You know, we had oh we gotta to go to Germany too, because obviously our our reign general. Oh boy, yep. You know, we we gotta mention him in his almost year reign as the intercontinental champion, Gunther. Is he from Austria? Austria, I believe that's his actual I think area. I, I'm pretty sure that's where they announced him from. And I think that's like his real thing. Yeah, he's from Austria. Yeah. So that would be that's somewhere else we gotta go too. I mean, ooh, I know like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Gunther. That's that's it. That's all the people I know from Austria. And then I tell you, if you remember, like I told you, just that name was awesome. You did, you did. Didn't you change oh, your man. name on Facebook to Gunther? At one point, I did. Yes, you did. I did. Gunther. Oh man. Yeah, just, it also like it. I kind of forget sometimes that his name was Walter, so it's like okay, I'll give it to him. He's it worked out. Like, why would you want a name just Walter? You know, no, 
But that was the whole thing. Like he made the name nah. Walter sound no. scary. And that's um, you're right. You're right. He did a great, fantastic job with that name. But he's not Gunther. You know, like it just adds that extra. Mm, he's the ring general. Like you gotta, you gotta add some fierceness to it. And now he's gonna be become the longest reigning intercontinental champion. He's you know, probably the number one heel on Monday Night Raw now. I mean, it's the whole the whole, that whole thing is going to be centered around him soon. I, I can't wait, by the way, for the upcoming match with him and Sa- I'm mean, in Sasha with him and Seth. I hope you don't face Gunther because I, I feel you know. No, nah, <laughs> but with him and Seth, when that happens, if it happens at Mania, if it happens at SummerSlam, I don't care where it happens. But when it does, oh my god, that's gonna be I amazing. Still want to see him and Brock tangle. I do too. I do too. I, and I'm hoping that happens. You know, maybe SummerSlam, Survivor Series, something like that. Uh, you know, even at Mania, I'll take it at Mania if I got to wait for Gunther and Seth, you know, later. That's fine. I don't, but those are definitely two matches I definitely want to see for those guys. I mean, the possibilities are endless. Indeed. And, and you know, and just speaking about the future, you know, let's, let's, let's step away from locations because we got to talk about the future, you know, our future, but we also got to talk about the future of the business. Do you not see the upcoming superstar that is upon us? And yes, I know we mentioned Dominic, but there's another man that we need to give his props to because he was not wrestling at the event yesterday at Night of Champions, but he was sitting in the crowd. Yeah, he was sitting in the crowd. (laughs) L.A. Knight. Okay, that's another guy that we need to pay attention to because... You know, I don't know what the card is and who's going to be a part of the Money in the Bank match, but if yeah. there's one man that I would give it to, I know there's the rumors out there that he's probably one of the favorites. I hope that is true. But L.A. Knight, I want him in Money in the Bank, and I want him right now. He is my top three favorite to win it. I don't know how many people they're going to put in it, probably eight, but he's in my top three. What you think? I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like, yeah, he's my. When I thought money in the bank, I was like, okay, LA Knight. Like, that was my. I don't know who's gonna win for the women, but I just figured LA Knight was gonna win for the men. And I'm not. I don't know. Maybe it's all these years of being a wrestling fan. Something about just simple little catchphrases, like that. Yeah, I love it. I do. I'm not. Even <laughs> Let me sure. talk to I, you. I love it. I do. It's like we, these wrestling fans, we love a good yeah or a whoa or a what or (laughs) whoa. We love that. We love that. So, yeah, I, I mean, no pun intended with yeah, but I, 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 he's got, like, he's very interesting just to listen to and he's got something going. So I want to see what happens when they really just put everything behind him because I think at the, the press conference, like they were chanting his name. He like he wasn't even. They were here. Like that's they definitely crazy. Were. The fans love him. The problem is, I think he's better as a heel. But it's hard to hate him. 
it's hard to hate him exactly it's like he's like a, a mjf type type guy like he, mjf is a heel but you want to love him at the same time you know I, I love everything about mjf who right now defending his title in a four-way but it's yeah i, I love la Knight. yeah uh, I just I, I must randomly say yeah for now on because of him. I mean, every time I I even I hear someone just say the word yeah, yeah. in my mind, it I, I say it <laughs> right after. In fact, me and my boy Brandon, shout out to my boy Brandon, we always do that. If one of us says yeah, they say yeah right after LA Knight style. So gotta love that. Gotta love everything about LA Knight. His future is definitely promising. Um, who else? Let me ask you this: What what star besides the names we mentioned do you see as another potential future? Because there's a report um, out there that they're trying to push now. There's they're really behind pushing young stars and trying just to build the roster in a way. Is there anyone in particular that you you're hoping for? Uh, I really haven't been watching too much of NXT. Don't. Don't tase me. Guys. It doesn't have um, to be NXT either, by the way. It could yeah, be... I've, but I've heard good things. Like I've heard good things about Carmelo Hayes. I haven't really seen him much, but I've I've heard good things about him. Um, he is him. As, yeah, yes, I've heard that. Um, as far as people on the roster now, you know who I really like. I mean, I've I've always you know I've respected their athleticism, but really kind of opened my eyes to them on the main roster. Was Eo Sky when she had that match at a backlash with Bianca Belair? Fantastic. I was always just kind of wondering. It was like damage control. I mean, they've been kind of hit or miss with me, but I was wondering how her popularity from NXT would translate over to the main roster. And that was like one of the first times that I've saw since she's been on the main roster that she's got to flourish and be in a high pressure situation and i thought she did really well and the match was really good i was really into it really great match um, it really, really was match. so i was really impressed by her um gosh man so many other people i'm trying to think <laughs> i mean we've already gone over dominic he's been yeah doing a great job Ooh. Uh, so again i haven't watched nxt but they just called got called up and even though i understand why they didn't put them with Seth Rollins, but I would have been on board immediately. Oh, I know who you're going with. Yes, pretty deadly. Yes. Like, because I'm telling you right now, like, I would have been on board. Because I'm, first of all, Seth Rollins is a bad bitch. Like, he is that fashion, the baddest bitch I've seen. So I love Seth Rollins and the way he dresses. Yeah, the one. The one he wore yesterday was, it was weird, but it, I kind of liked it. <laughs> the big ass shoulder pads. <laughs> sometimes, like I respect Seth Rollins, hundred percent as an athlete, but I'm not gonna lie. Most of the time, I watch his matches just to see what he's gonna wear. Like, I was like, what foolish is he gonna pull off this time? <laughs> what he wore in Cardiff, that Elton John getup, child, it was crazy. But yes, yes. yeah, I want to see, I want to see more tag teams. Like, I want to see. A pretty deadly. I want to see who else got called up. Um, yo, I need to see what they're gonna do with Butch. Are they gonna let my man go back to being Pete Dunne? He's still gonna be Butch. I don't care what his name is, but I need some. I need some more of <laughs> him on my screen. I I want 
so with Butch, he's actually on my list too because with Butch, I see a turn. I see him turning heel and have him and and Sheamus go at it. I think that would be like a dream match for me personally. Just looking at what what the bangers that that Sheamus has been putting on for the last you know couple of months now. I think him and Butch, whether he goes back to Pete, uh, I was going to say Pete Rose, uh, if he goes back into Pete Dunn mode or not, that match would be amazing. I think he definitely has a future. We all know he's a Triple H guy as well. So that that would be really great. I still can't wait for the turn of Montez Ford, Mm -hmm. his single run. You know, I, I see that coming soon because... As much as I love the Street Profits, I think they've done pretty much all they can do Yeah. as a tag team. Unless they turn heel, because we haven't seen them as heels. That would be interesting. So if they do like a heel turn, then I, I'm fine with Street Profits continuing. I love them both. You know, I, I think that they're both good. But Montez, his, his star level is, you know, through the roof. I, I think he's definitely a future main eventer. For sure. You know, I could see him having a run like his wife is having. You know, shout out to Bianca. Talk about giving flowers. A year-long title reign. You know, she unfortunately lost it to Asuka. Boy, what a way that went. And, you know, and that was shocking to me. Um, even though I'm, I hate you, ESPN, for spoiling it for me. I, I understand now why they, they were giving off the reports. Because, you know, they have a... They have a partnership with UFC, and now since they're under the same brand, they're probably going to start uh, releasing WWE information. So I now know to block ESPN during events that I can't watch live. Uh, so for yeah, those that don't know. I had to unsubscribe from WWE text messages. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you telling me that. I didn't get that text, thank God. But I knew who won because of ESPN. So ESPN's definitely spoiled, like, Six of the matches yesterday, besides the main event, I made sure to block him in time. Uh, but anyway, Montez Ford for sure is on my list. And then for the females, you I love EO. I, I think the EO match with Bianca definitely put her on the map. The fans were definitely behind EO, and she definitely deserves it because she is a great superstar. Um, but someone else that we haven't seen. In a while, but I've always been a fan of her. She was released, but she came back, and she hasn't gotten the opportunity yet. I think it will happen soon, but she was. I thought that she can be like the next, um, kind of like the next face of WWE because she always had the underdog story when she was in NXT. But I'm still in love with Tegan Knox. I figured you'd say that. I I've, I just I've always loved Tegan Knox. I think it's the same reason why I love Roxanne Perez. You know, because she has that underdog story too with her size and being small, but she has that never give up mentality. She has good matches. Uh Tegan it was the same way. And I, I just I hope Tegan gets an opportunity coming up. And she's always been a triple H guy. I mean, she's torn her ACLs like a hundred times. Yes, she still keeps coming back, and I think she's getting she gets better and better as she comes back. So once they can get the fans behind her, 
I mean, like she did in NXT. I I mean, you got money right there. I mean, you got to build the future women's division because, you know, all the big names, you got Becky, who's not, I'm not saying Becky's older or anything, but, you know, Becky's been there for a while. She's going to need new competitors. Bianca's going to need new competitors because uh, you already put them against each other a hundred times and they've been all great, but you got to find some new people. Uh, Bailey, you know, Bailey's got to find new people. Uh, we don't have Sasha there, unfortunately, which, uh, and by the way, get well soon, Sasha. I know you broke your, your ankle or Mercedes. I'm sorry. Let me say her right name. Mercedes Monet broke her ankle during the, the open uh, strong title match that she had that she was supposed to win. But um, let's see. Charlotte's, you know, Charlotte's maybe now turning into like a Roman where she's, you know, part time in a way. Uh, you know, we just need new, we need new top names in the women's division. So we got to start building that right. Uh, I know Raquel's growing. Uh, so you just, you just got to get that built up. But Tegan Knox, Tegan and EO will be two great names. So I'm glad you brought up EO for that. I'm surprised we haven't brought up Solo. Solo. I So let me, let me ask you about Solo. Because I love Solo, obviously. And the thing about Solo is so... It depends on the bloodline. Because the story of the bloodline is such a big part of professional wrestling. and Especially the WWE, of course. The story of the bloodline, how it ends, or maybe not how it ends, because I don't know if you could ever end it, but... I guess the finality of Roman Reigns' title run, I guess that's pretty much the bloodline story, is who really should beat him. And one thing we haven't mentioned really this whole show is Cody. We got to give major props to Cody as well. But the finality of Roman's title reign, obviously we're at 1,001 days, is potentially going to go past Pedro... Um, Morales, I think he's at 1,127 days or something around there. Uh, who do you think, Sasha, at this point right now, do you think should be the person to, I guess, officially end the Bloodline story or at least this first book or second book, whatever book we're at right now? Like, is it solo? Because I predicted solo. You know, talking to friends, I said it should be Solo becoming the next person. Like, it should be someone younger. So it should be a guy like Solo who can now become the next tribal chief. So I don't think it should be Solo. I I mean, I still think he has a, a great future because he's played such an important role. And not even having to say anything. Just like his facial expressions, just just in his stoicism, he's played a huge role. I don't think it's him. And I know that we talked like right after WrestleMania ended. We bur- like we both weren't upset about how it ended. Even though it looked fairly obvious, like, oh, Cody's gonna win it. But when he lost, I was like, okay, I can accept that. Um I've thought about this. Like just like I guess everybody who watches the bloodline storyline. Um 
I was not mad when Drew didn't do it. I wasn't mad when Sammy didn't do it. I wasn't mad when Cody didn't do it. Because I felt like those were going to just be moments. And I think, again, this is the the change in the regime. Sometimes I think it's good to give those moments. I, I honestly do. Um, but sometimes I think for the good of the long-term story, you, you kind of can't give them what they want. I personally think it should be Jay. Because mm. if you think about... And like I said, I really thought about this. Because I thought we were going to talk about this. Maybe not this episode, but eventually. You know, I remember when Usos first started. You know, it's always... I used to watch Total Divas with Mr. King. You know, now the world yeah. knows. He watched it with me, but... <laughs> Um, Mr. King, I got you. I watched it too. Go ahead. Yes, but it's like <laughs> you gotta think, man. Like Jay's whole, and I mean, like the casual fan might not see it. And again, this is just like the hardcore wrestler, wrestling fan in me. It's like he's always just kind of been in the back. Like if you asked me who I knew more, Jimmy or Jay. I would say Jimmy because I got to see more of his personality. Jay was kind of always like hanging in the back a little bit. And even when he became, started becoming main event Jay Uso, he would say, you know, people would always ask, which one are you? Which, first of all, I think is bananas. You can clearly tell them apart, but that's neither here nor there. And to see all of the manipulation, like the gaslighting, because think about it. Why is he holding on to Roman so much? He can't be that oblivious to the fact that his cousin is, an, he's an emotional manipulator. Like, he can't be. He's holding on to that family. We can all relate to that. Like, sometimes you have family members that are just really toxic in your life, but they're family. And that that bond that, that would hold you guys together Sometimes you kind of overlook anything that they're doing. And think about how much he's grown and how much he's played into how successful. I mean, Roman, yes, he's the he's the face of this storyline. He's bloodline right there. But if you just look at it from the beginning till now, Jay has been the constant. You know, this whole bloodline thing doesn't start with just Roman saying, hey, acknowledging me. This started with him whooping Jay's ass and doing all these terrible things to him and then dragging Jimmy into it. You know, this really didn't get cooking until Jay got in there. And then with the Sammy thing, he didn't trust Sammy. And then when he brought Sammy in, he was so angry when Sammy, like Jay has been the linchpin of this whole story. And I get it. Cody finish the story you know I, I get it but to me it would be more satisfying to see that moment that Jay is like okay you can't do this to me anymore it's kind of like like leaving an abusive relationship right like right. you're watching this abusive relationship you're wondering why he's still holding on to this bond and it's going to be so satisfying to see him say, okay, I can do better for myself. Because he's not the same person that he was when this started. No, you know, Jimmy got not. hurt and no. all you knew was Uso's tag team wrestler. Yep. 
But I can see it. I can see him, even if he doesn't hold the title for very long. You can't tell me that you can't see Jay winning a world title more than you could have maybe two or three years ago. Two or three years ago, I'd have been like, yeah, I don't really see that. Like, I don't really. But now it's like, look how much he's grown. And it's been it's been there, but it's been a little quieter. It's been a little bit more. It's been chugging along. So I think it should be Jay. I think that for me, story-wise, that would be much more satisfying than Cody. I think Cody should be champion, but I don't think he should be the one to beat Roman. I think if he was going to be the one to beat Roman, they would have done it at WrestleMania. I don't think he's the one to do it. I think it should be Jay. Because... Like, damn it, why not? <laughs> so, what do you think? Okay, so this is my thing. I agree with you. You actually, I at one point thought Jay should be the person. And I, I'm trying, you make, you actually kind of changed my mind. Now I know it's not solo. <laughs> but this is the question I, I'm going to ask you a question then as my response. Because everything you just explained, perfect. It can't I can't argue that. But if you do that, if Jay's the one that beats Roman for the titles, right? Then what do you do with Cody? Because Cody, you know, obviously he's going to be the face of the faces, uh, not the face of the company, but he's one of the you know top face pretty much in the company right now. His whole thing is obviously finish the story, is becoming a champion. But does it hurt Cody if he doesn't beat Roman to become champion? It's like, for example, if Cody had won the World Heavyweight Championship yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people, and I, I get it, and I kind of understand it, and I honestly probably agree with them. That it wouldn't be, it, it would have felt less. Yeah. Because it wasn't, he didn't beat Roman. So if Jay beats Roman, let's say Cody beats Jay, then aren't you not kind of hurting Cody in a way? <sighs> I mean, I it, understand it, what you're saying. Yeah. It, it kind of hurts everything you did with Cody over the last. Two years since he's returned, really. You know, like I mean, if he's not the one. Now, what if he? Now, this is what I think. If anything, I think this can help both of our stories, or both of our scenarios. Okay. What if it's Jay? So you saw what Jimmy did yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. What if it's Jay that causes Roman the championship? On like he he turns on Roman. And Cody wins the title. But then would that take away from Cody's win? No. You don't, you don't think so? I don't think so because he still beats. Because in a way, it, it actually adds to the story because if anything, Roman cheated to win the title. To beat okay. Cody. But now but what how if How would they do that now? Because they're not even on the same brand. So that's the thing. This is the so they kind of messed up my scenario. So as much as I love Seth, 
I was hoping and uh, that AJ won because I wanted AJ to win the title, have to go to Raw, and then because they're getting AJ, they would have to make a trade. Yeah. And what's equal to the champion? Well, more than likely, the only thing that's really equal to the champion would be the number one pick in the draft or of that brand, I mean, Cody going over. That's what I thought would happen. Now, I don't think Cody's winning money in the bank. No, I don't think he should. And I don't think he should either. But I also don't think he's winning the the Royal Rumble. I don't want him to win the Rumble because if he wins the Rumble, I think that would just... I I just don't want that. It, they got to figure out another way. I think that somehow a trade happens. Don't know how it happens. I don't even care how it happens. I don't know. I don't even care if it's Cody becoming a free agent and then signing to SmackDown or some some whatever the hell. I don't even care. I just don't want him to win Money in the Bank because obviously the person that we want to win money in your bank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should be LA night. But if it's not, you know, if it's, if it's not the runner Royal rumble, if it's not money in the bank, I honestly have no idea how they do it. Unless there's some type of trade. Cody forces that... a trade or. Well, no, he... I don't think they should do it. <laughs> what if they do? You... All right. So, you know, how triple H came and talked to Cody after, mm-hmm. and they had that little discussion. What if Cody gets so frustrated that he he quits WWE. I don't think that would go with his character. I don't think you're not going to give me my match against Brock. Okay, why well, quit? And then he quits. But I don't see like that doesn't I, seem I like something he would do. I know, but I don't know how else they could do it. I think somehow we're getting Roman versus Cody at Mania. I, I think we're going to get that, but I don't know how. But do we really? I don't know. I. I think if they were going to do it, that would have been the time to do it. And I don't, because I feel like anything else, you're trying to shoehorn it and it won't be, I mean, that was the risk they took. If they didn't do it, then it probably won't have the shine that it would have been at that moment. But that's why I have to believe there has to be something more satisfying than that, even though that's hard to believe. And I think that, I kind of think he came out better losing, honestly. No, I think so too. I, I really, so I really believe they love history. Obviously, they, the yeah. WWE loves history, and Cody Rhodes, his father, may he rest in peace, Dusty Rhodes, had one of the greatest promos of all time. And what was that promo called? Hard times. Hard times. Cody is now going through his hard, his version of hard times. Yeah, I mean Brock Lesnar. It's a hard time. It is definitely a hard time. He broke his arm. He completely destroyed it yesterday. He passed out, right? He passed out. So that, you know, he didn't submit. So they they kept him safe. You know, they, they didn't they protected him, but you know, he didn't technically he didn't give up. He just passed out. So it was his stone cold moment. So I, I don't know. I just I feel like they're, they're building him up for something. Yeah, it has just, to be. It has to be for him to win it. He has I, the way they set him up. He has to be Roman, unless they're setting him up to be the greatest heel of all time. I don't know. 
That's the only other thing because he's so crazy for the title of finishing the story. He doesn't get to finish it, so it turns him heel. Okay, and so that- look, I'll in my story, I will. Ha- I still think Jimmy's one A, but I will give you Cody on B. I don't think it'll be WrestleMania again. I think if they're gonna do it, let it be SummerSlam or something like that. Like I don't want it at WrestleMania again. So you're predicting. Are you, so? Are you officially predicting? Cody look here, look here. You know faces. that I don't do. I don't know if we're bringing it to this new show, but I don't. I, I wasn't practice. suggesting that. I was just okay. asking okay. a question. <laughs> are you predicting Cody versus Roman at SummerSlam? I could see it happening. I wouldn't be shocked if it did. Like my non-committal answer, yeah. I wouldn't be I'm gonna tell you. You know what I think is main eventing. <laughs> what's gonna main event SummerSlam? It's going to be Solo and Roman versus the Usos. But it's Jay who turns on Jimmy. But how many more PLE endings are we going to have with the bloodline unraveling? It don't have to be the main event. It could, But that's, I see. But could I, you, but what, when was the last show that we had? That he did that Roman event. was on and he did the main event. Okay. Well, look, Jay, they build the story so much where it's the Usos against Jimmy. I mean, against against Roman, which is we haven't seen that since in four years or three years. You know, since I mean, pretty much pandemic when you had the great Hell in a Cell match with Jimmy. It was actually a, a I quit Hell in a Cell match. The first, first one ever. Okay. And you remember it was Jimmy. Uh, it was Jay who said I quit to save Jimmy. Yep. There he goes. I think eventually we're gonna get Jay versus Jimmy in a match. I, I, I like. I see it, and I, that's gonna be a a pay per view match. I, I see that happening. He's gonna defend the honor of. That's why I think it happened at SummerSlam, and then following one of the pay per views after, because I don't know what. Because that's in July, I think, right? No, that's in August. It's August fifth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's way the earlier. July first. Right, right. So it's earlier, way earlier than it normally is. Because it's always on my birthday or around it. Right. So money in the bank is usually near my birthday, and they're doing it like the first day of July, which is really odd. But yeah, it's so weird because all late August is always SummerSlam because I always get it for my birthday. It's always my birthday gift to myself. When I was younger, I always got SummerSlam. So it's so weird. It, they're throwing me off. I don't know what's coming up after August now. I don't even know. I don't but, have anything announced, though. Like, yeah, they haven't announced anything. That's that's it's true. I, it, yeah. It's like they, they're they trying to go out of country for everything, which is great. I mean, that speaks to our location, location, location. Topic. Yeah. But, you know, I digress. Anyway, I see them SummerSlam. That's the, that's the match. And then the following pay-per-view, I can see Jimmy versus Jay. I can even see like a long feud just between them while Roman's feuding with someone else at the same yeah. time. I need main event Jay and Roman. To me, that's the only one yeah. that makes sense to me. I may, but, and I don't want to like keep taking up too much of our time, but it's like, could it, could it be that the way things are going with Cody, I know we just said if he had won, you know, the, the title yesterday at um, Night of Champions. It kind of would have felt it wouldn't have felt as special, but 
I mean, what if they decide to go there? Like, what if eventually he does win that title? With the reactions he's getting now, I mean, like, like I said, I know Seth Rollins is like 1C for me in beating Roman Reigns, but that's not going to happen now because I don't need them unifying any of those shits anymore. But, I mean, like I said, I feel like and we, we agreed. I think Cody losing to Roman was the best thing. I feel like the crowd's behind him even more, even with, I know there's a lot of frustration about him losing, but I don't know. I feel like he's, that loss made him better. And I think, I understand people want him to beat Roman, but then, I mean, what if he does get the other title eventually? It won't mean as much as beating Roman, but... I it's mean, not finishing the story. I know, I know. I, guess the the, I really wish, I really, really wish they hadn't pushed that. Like, I get it that it was important in the story of Roman, but. I mean, it made Cody what he is, though. You had to do that. You had to. But I mean, Look, he's I, not finishing the story now. He's kind of like, well, it, geared it, off somewhere, and he's still. It's, it's know, a different chapter. That's why I said this is his version of Hard Times. I still think it should be, Jay. And I, I like to say, if that if that's what happens, I'll still be happy. Uh, like it, it's to the point. This is what's so great, and this is why we're bringing the positivity back to professional wrestling because it doesn't matter right now whether it be Jay or whether it be Cody or whether it be Solo or even Seth freaking Rollins. There's options. There is not only options, but we'll be happy with almost anyone. Cause they... It could be L.A. Knight. Yeah, it could be any of them. And we'll be happy. Because that was a problem we had a couple years ago. If we were in the same position a couple years ago, it's not that there wasn't the talent, it was just the development in the right. characters. And you have these characters that are... You know, you have Jay, you have Cody, you have Seth. I mean, Solo's pretty new but I think with a little bit more time he'll get that you know he'll get that development he's not ready Cody said he's not ready but what if he becomes ready soon yeah I mean like I said he's he clearly has it you said you could tell even with him being completely stoic he's interesting to watch like he's Dominic Mysterio I don't even care I still be happy. I mean, I don't see that, but I don't if he ever does, champ, <laughs> like if he does become the Raw champ, I wouldn't be mad at that because we have like a true blue heel as champion. That would be great. It'd be amazing. Because when was the last time we had like a true blue heel be champion? The Miz, like, uh, yeah, or I mean, count- one that we didn't cheer, like an actual like. Blue did we cheer? Guy. Did we cheer, Bobby? Yeah, no, I think they did. Because wasn't he champ on the Hurt Business? Were they just kind of cool? Like he became, yeah, he became the champ. He beat Miz in the pandemic. The yeah, pandemic. Miz I don't won. Think he was like true blue heel because Hurt Business is kind of cool. Like okay, so license, so I, I mean the the last one, shoot, yeah, I guess. I mean, if you don't count Roman, then yeah, I don't. I mean, people mm-hmm. boo him, but I mean, they love they him. They also at the same acknowledge time. Yeah. him. Like they will yeah. throw the one up. So that's not really. I just threw my one up, Rick. Uh, of course you did. 
Did you see that clip where Michael Cole threw up the one at the press conference? Yes, I mean, you better. You better acknowledge him. Good job, Michael Cole. You know, speaking of flowers, we got to give flowers to Michael Cole, too, just real quick before we get out of here. Michael Cole has been so underrated for so many years. You know, he used to be one of my favorites when he was in SmackDown. The old school SmackDown with him and Taz. They were good together. They were. Okay. He has been absolutely fantastic. And I don't know if it was him and McAfee that McAfee brought that passion. I know he said it too. He said it on the McAfee show that McAfee brought that passion back. But Triple H, I think, also brought some passion back into Michael Cole. Because he has been awesome. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Michael Cole. You know, I love that every time he sees Bailey, they continue that thing. Like I felt like Vince tried to tell him to stop it, where Trip is saying, "Go ahead, bring it on, like do it." Like I love that interaction with him and Bailey. Like it's always awesome to do. Uh, but anyway, I just had to give props to Michael Cole. He's been awesome. Yep, and his beef with Dominic Mysterio. That's oh, and his beef. Yes, and shout out to Corey Graves for loving Dominic Mysterio because <laughs> he. Speaking of someone who suffered hard times, okay, uh, Dominic Mysterio. Oh my gosh! Okay, who had a great entrance at WrestleMania? By the way, that was a great entrance. We, we got to give Frost in. We love Dominic. I can tell we love Dominic Mysterio. He's oh gonna be. Gosh. He might be the next like my my next favorite. You know, if Roman ever steps away, it might be Dom. Man, I, you gotta love Dom. Dom and his family. You know. You gotta love Dominic and his family. They're gonna start marketing Dominic Mysterio shivs pretty soon since he did our time. Hey, you know, Dom, Judgment Day, Dom, and and the Fast Furious series. They what are, what do they have in connection with each other? They love their family. He loves his mommy. Dom loves his 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 cars, his letties. So it's just I love it all. I love love Dominic. Awesome. Yeah, Gotta I'm about love to leave you all. with that because, as you know, my streak continues. That I've by not the way, that is, that is almost as disrespectful as not loving the bloodline. By the way, not I didn't say it. I didn't love the bloodline. I'm just saying it's it's almost as disrespectful. You never watched a Fast and Furious movie. That is I crazy. Not. That is absolutely blasphemous. But it, whatever. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna let you. You know. Whatever, uh, I don't even. This, of course, supposed you to, are. You're we're happy, supposed to stay positive. <laughs> we got to stay positive for the rest of the way. We're not trying to create sides, okay? I'm trying to d- divide us, Sasha. You're trying to divide us. We're trying to stay positive and bring us all together. As I one. thought that was positive, but okay. <laughs> no, no, that's one of the greatest action series movies of all time. The the series, all t- all eleven of them. Okay, we still got two more. Okay, so wait, why? What do you mean, why? What else can you do? How many cars what? can you blow up and drive over stuff? What when the, the, the rock has to the rock is coming back in the next one? Sorry, spoilers. Sorry, okay, okay. wait, 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 wait. So, are we counting like the actual movies? Or are we counting like the offshoots too? They've only done one offshoot. So, wait, if I've seen the offshoot, will that count? Yes, that counts. It's all Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. I did see Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, well, then you have seen a Fast and Furious movie. No, so that counts. There you go. So I forget. Uh. 
Wait, why would you watch that but then not watch the other ones? That makes no sense. I'm gonna go out and limb and blame my husband for that one. Okay, yo, I don't remember out. how I don't remember how that happened, but I remember. Shout out to Mr. King him. then. Shout out to him. <sighs> He's a talk t- about talk about giving flowers. Let's give a flowers to to Mr. King right there. He's a hero t- person. <laughs> No, he's not. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> Great job. Great job. Uh, let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, look, Sasha, is there any last word? Because we just finished episode one of our brand new podcast, our rebranded podcast. It went from the Daddy Fino show to now we're together under one, or it's just, it's our name. We're ring champs now. Is there any last words that you have? I'm just happy to be back. I missed doing the show. I missed us just hanging out. I always felt like our shows were just like two buds just talking about wrestling. And I admit, like, I would listen to some of our shows back. And um, I missed it. And I'm happy to be back. And, you know, going through some changes in life. So I definitely want to be like put more focus on this and like i said i just thank you for choosing me all those you know those months ago and thank you for being open to us coming back and i'm just happy i want to see where we can take this i still have dreams of us being in one of those scrums hopefully one of the non-combative scrubs, but you know, oh, yeah, we didn't even get to, we didn't even talk about that. That we gonna have to save that for a different time. We gotta save that for a different because I got a lot to say. I know we didn't talk about AW too much in this episode, guys. We're gonna talk about them in future episodes for sure. Don't get me wrong, um, I can't wait. But my last words, I just gotta say, guys, like I, I'm just happy to be podcasting again. Uh, I took a break from pretty much all my podcast um, stuff. So I'm bringing, I'm, I'm doing a lot of different things now. And I'm, this is like one of my number one options to bring back because I just, I miss talking professional wrestling, but more importantly, I miss Sasha uh, and talking wrestling with her. So this is going to be great. This is going to be just another fantastic run. I love the potential that we have going uh, the momentum we have going and the potential that we have that I see coming from this, like I said, this is going to be a show where we just going to just bring the positivity back to professional wrestling. Um, I'm tired of seeing the negative comments and people just bashing a company just to bash them. It, like, come on now. We, we got to be better than that for the, the business to grow. And I just want to say this last thing. I'm going to end it with this last thing. Because I, I think Sasha, um, I don't know if she'll agree with this or not, but I will say I think personally that wrestling, because of the whole topic we had of location, 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 I have a feeling that wrestling is actually more popular now than it was back then in like the Attitude Era. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. I think it's more popular. I don't know how true that is. I don't know if Sasha agrees with me. I don't know if you guys agree with me, but that's just what I'm throwing out there. It's out there. It's out there. <laughs> Prove me wrong. You decide, ladies and gentlemen. You decide. You let you me know. 
as always, guys, it's been a great run. We're going to be on um, our podcast is going to be streaming on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and it's also going to be up there on YouTube. Uh, just type in Ring Champs. Uh, it may actually be under um, Ring Champs JFS. Uh, all of our social media is going to be Ring Champs JFS. Uh, that stands for Ring Champs, just Fino Sasha. Um, so just look us up on there um, and leave comments, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. Uh, we can't wait to hear from you guys. Can't wait to do more episodes. Sasha, thank you so much for for this reunion. Uh, and I can't wait to do many more episodes with you. Same here. We're back, people. We're outside. We're back. Doing Welcome it. back. <laughs> Gotta put that on there. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta put the song. Welcome back. Welcome it's like what thirty back. seconds? Welcome <laughs> back. Yeah, I could do it. I, I'm at it. All right, guys, we out of here. Love you. Peace. Adios.